My name is Ryan Luke Winslade and I am a PK and middle child. I know what it's like to be a misfit, an oddball, a weirdo, but I'm okay with that. If you're like me, you are most certainly welcome. Even if you're not, you'll hopefully enjoy yourself here on Pastor's Middle Kid anyway. We'll talk about stuff and look at things a little differently. Alright, let's get started. Welcome to the 37th episode of Pastor's Middle Kid. My name is Ryan Luke and it's just me today. I hope that's okay. Hopefully this will be just as inspiring, maybe even more than usual, uh, and possibly entertaining as well. Who knows? Now, the reason I am doing this alone is not because I couldn't get a guest. Uh, no, I have, I have plenty of friends here at YM Newcastle who are willing to, to jump on, but this last week has been a little busy. You see, I've started the School of Communication and Digital Influence full-time now, ever since I got my staff debt cleared a couple weeks ago on Friday, which was amazing. So now I'm in class every day uh, for lectures and still hoping to raise about $2,300 more so that I can finish the course, but I'm learning a whole lot. Now this last week we had a bloke named Kenny Jackson from the USA, um, based out of YWAM Kona, who came to speak on, well, the first week was Foundation of Communications, and I only got to sit in one day of lectures for that, but last week it was Sexuality in the Digital Age, and that seems a little unrelated to the whole broad topic of communications. However, he really went in depth about sweeping social change and how that can shift the paradigm of a generation, of a culture, and so really focusing on the influence side of the School of Communication and Digital Influence. I thought it was fascinating, and uh, if you have any questions about any specifics that were shared, I'd love to share that with you. Um, just hit me up with an email, ryan.luke.winslate at gmail.com, or on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash pastorsmiddlekid or Twitter at PMK Podcast. Um, yeah, it'd be great to have a bit of feedback from you because feedback is essential to effective communication. And now I did also in this last week start up video updates, kind of outlining what I've been learning, different revelations I've had from the week of the School of Communication. Uh, so you can find that on my YouTube channel, um, which I believe is just Ryan Luke Winslade. Uh, and I was also experimenting with my different YouTube techniques and how I can be interactive with the <laughs> with the viewer. And there was even one moment where I strutted towards the microphone as I began a sentence, and I thought it was so funny to do. Um, yeah, I had a had a right over time with that. So I'll be doing that every week. This latest one is 12 minutes long, and I hope that they will be about half that because this was two weeks summed up in one video. Uh, sorry about rambling on about this, but I wanted to make sure that you are up to date with what I am doing. But this isn't all about me. 
I'm going to turn this around now and look at you, dear listener. Yes, that's right. I'm looking at you, uh, not in a creepy way, but <laughs> hoping to focus on how you can apply what I'm about to share in your own life. And this is something that God has been teaching me a lot about throughout my life and particularly in the last couple of weeks in regards to raising enough money to begin the school and now to complete the school. I'm needing to trust in him a lot. <sighs> I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you feel out of your depth, like God has asked you to be somewhere or you find yourself somewhere where there is just so much expected from you. You have these certain goals that you have to meet, these bars that you have to jump over and it's hard. You can't do it alone. I have three short stories now that I'm going to share outlining my trust that I've put in other people when they have let me down. The first one happened when I was six years old. I was at home in Newcastle and uh, my brother had a friend over. Now him and his friend were swinging on our swing set that our pop, our grandpa, had, had made for us. And uh, they were swinging as hard as they could and then jumping. And I was watching them do it and thinking, man, that looks awesome. I think that would be so much fun. It'd feel like I was flying. But I was just watching. I was standing there, keeping safe distance. And eventually my brother and his friend looked at me and said, Ryan, you should do this. And I went, no, 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 that looks dangerous. I, I think I'll get hurt. I don't know how to do it. And they eventually convinced me to do it, to go for it. Uh, that took a bit of convincing because I am a naturally timid person. I like to weigh consequences before I go for something. Uh, like to consider potential outcomes that could be painful and then decide if it's worth it or not. I got coerced into taking the risk and as I was swinging I was getting pretty high and then I jumped at the very top of the arc which is a bad place to jump if you are planning on shooting forward. Uh, so I went straight up and straight down and broke my wrist. And it hurt a lot. I remember crying for 20 minutes straight and the only thing that cheered me up was playing memory on my dad's Nokia phone in the emergency waiting room at the hospital. I learned that day that people can't assure you of something that is beyond their control. So even though I trusted my brother and his friend, they could only keep me safe so far. And then I made the choice to take a further risk and it ended badly. The second story I have to share is from when I was in year six. Now, these next couple are from roughly the same time. There was this boy that had just moved to our school. I was in Nowra at the time, and he was a bit of a, uh, a bit of a show off, but I liked him. I thought he was pretty cool. Um, I didn't think he was a tool or anything. He used to do things to get people's attention and to look impressive. So he went to the hedges that we had by the handball court and started catching bees in his hands and showing that they weren't stinging him. Now I watched him do this and so I saw that he wasn't getting hurt and much like with my brother in the swing I thought if he's not getting hurt I reckon I could do that without getting hurt and he convinced me to do it so I went for it and I caught a bee in my hands 
And I thought, this is this is kind of cool. I have a bee in my hands, and I don't know if I'm allergic to bees or not. My mother is, so I very well could be. This could be death-defying stuff. This is awesome. And then I got stung, and it really hurt. I wasn't allergic to bees, thankfully, but I went into the sick bay and sat there as one of the office ladies gave me an ice pack and asked me what had happened. I said I was catching bees with this particular friend, and she asked why on earth I was doing that and I said because he didn't get stung and he did it ten times in a row. Two minutes later in comes my friend with a bee sting and the office lady smirks at him and says oh yeah what were you doing? <laughs> and I kind of felt like he got his just desserts however that's not what I'm getting at here. Revenge is not good. What I am trying to get at here is that I trusted him but he couldn't come through because it was beyond his control. Those were my hands, that was not his bee, he didn't tell it what to do, so I got stung and it hurt. A couple months later, I was at my friend's house, still in Nowra, and he was very good at coming up with crazy ideas. This particular idea may not have been the most outlandish, however, it was definitely foolish. He said to me, I think we should ride down the hill at the front of my house, me on the bike, towing you, by a rope on the scooter. And I said, that sounds really dangerous. I could see that ending badly. I don't want to do it. And he said, come on, it'll be fun. Basically like Bob the Tomato saying, oh, come on, it'll be fun. Nope, not gonna do it. It's for the kids. So much like Larry, I said, oh, okay. But they better not laugh. <laughs> no, I decided to trust him. And so I got on the scooter. It was all tied and attached. And amazingly, I, I don't know if he ever took scouts or learned how to tie knots or anything, but that thing was pretty solid. It could have just been a granny knot. I don't know. But it definitely towed me down the hill. It was the biggest hill in Nowra, down Berry Street, if you're if you're familiar with the, with the city. And I heard him shout over his shoulder, I can't break. I said, what the heck do you mean you can't break? I don't really know why he couldn't, but he thought it was a good idea to pull off the footpath and go down a grassy embankment. That, that would slow him down. Yeah, he'd be safe then. Without realizing that the rope that was attached to us would suddenly grow taut when I got perpendicular to him and I would go flying over the handlebars and break my elbow. That hurt as well. And then I proceeded to go back to his house and we played Medal of Honor on his Xbox me with a broken arm without knowing it was broken trying to hold half a controller he was just killing me off all the time i trusted him and he did something that was within his control he could have kept going down the footpath and eventually slowed down however he made a decision that ended up hurting me quite badly but then of course i learned how to write left-handed and play handball left-handed which became quite valuable assets later on Regardless, I got hurt as a result of his decision and I trusted him. So what can we learn from this, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? People are only trustworthy to a point. We can only do so much before it is beyond our control. So what does the Bible have to say about this? Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and don't lean on your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Well, 
naturally because I've had these experiences where I was hurt because I trusted my flesh, who I am, is resistant to trusting because I fear that it will end up in pain. But that is using my understanding, that is using my experiences, my way of thinking. Now, the Bible here says, don't lean on that. Don't depend on that. Do not rely on that. How many more synonyms can we get in here? (laughs) Don't hold to that. That is not where your focus should be. Because God is able to follow through. God is able to fulfill what man cannot. So I'm learning. I'm learning what it means to trust him with all of my heart. And not just the parts that I want to trust him with. It's difficult. Trust is only natural to a point. We can only do so much and then we have to depend on God for the rest. We have to have faith that he's going to come through. And even with me, with fundraising, I got to the point where I said, God, you want me to do this school? And you've told me that I'm doing everything that I need to do. So why isn't there any breakthrough coming? Why am I not seeing enough money come in for me to sit in lectures? Why am I not, even now, not seeing enough money come in so that I can pay off the school? So that I can breathe Yet, I choose to trust him. I choose to rely on him instead of me, instead of my understanding, instead of what circumstances tell me is true. I choose to rely on who is true. And that's hard stuff. People will ultimately let you down, but God will never, ever let you down. God is not slow at keeping his promises. God never withholds when he says that he will give. He always follows through with his promises. And all that we can do is be obedient with what he said. And that is to trust in God with all of our heart. And that is to love our neighbor. And that is to love God. That is to offer ourselves as living sacrifices. What is in the word of God is the instructions. There is so much in there that is, it demands a response. Now, I'm not saying we are under law, by no means. I sound like the Apostle Paul right then, don't I? No, because we're under grace, out of an overflow of gratitude, of love, we keep the commands of God. And God will always, always satisfy. So I choose to trust. I choose to not rely on what I think what I perceive to be the reality, but I choose to believe God for his higher reality. His ways, his thoughts are higher than ours, than mine. So trust God. He's not like us. He's not fallen. He will always deliver on his promises. Always. So be encouraged. Take heart. Take a leap of faith. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. He will. Hold on to that. Jesus, thank you that you are trustworthy and that you are always faithful. You search us and know our hearts, test us and know our anxious thoughts and see if there is any offensive way within us and lead us in the way everlasting. 
Amen. Great. Well, thanks for listening to a bit of a preachy pastor's middle kid. (laughs) I trust that you found it inspiring in some way or other. And yeah, I trust (laughs) that God has been speaking to you through it. And I encourage you to take this not just right now, but to meditate on it and search your own heart also and see if there are areas that you can grow in trust, that you can believe God fully where you haven't before. And yeah, I would love to hear from you, like I said earlier, and you can do that ryan.luke.winslade at gmail.com. I also have a Patreon if you are at all interested in helping me out and supporting this show to continue. Um, That is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Pastors Middle Kid. And you can contribute a couple of dollars a month or whatever you think this is worth. And I will look at getting some exclusive content and bonus things in there um, so that there's a little more incentive than just the goodwill of your own heart. Though I, I believe that you have good hearts also. Yeah, tune in next week and I hope that you have a wonderful time doing what you're doing. God bless you and your families. Goodbye. Trust in the Lord with all your heart.